Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. And Friday morning rolls around once again. Welcome to the Punters, mate. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Mark. How are you this morning? I'm well. I'm well. We've had a week where we've had very little rain, so... Oh. Tracks and everything, all the uh, would Final. be very happy. Yeah, I am very happy after the humidity we had last I'm, week. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah, that well, makes I'm, me I happy. knew you would yeah. be. Yeah. yeah, after the humidity we had last week, and then the rain came, of course, on Thursday, which it seems to be making a habit of lately, making it very difficult. This week, no issues. Beautiful day outside. They are saying maybe, maybe the chance of a shower, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, today they're racing at Rocky. Rockhampton. Have you been to Rockhampton? No, but it's on my list of places Best to go. Best Grill. I've got a pretty big list. I was in Rocky for the Rugby League World Cup in 2013. That's a while ago. Now. It is now. Um, we went to the Criterion. Because you know Rockhampton's the beef capital is, yes. of the world. Yeah. All right. So we went to the Criterion waiting for our plane to come home. Myself, Scotty Sattler, Stuart Raper was with us. Um, and we went there and had a meal. Sat's got the mixed grill. You've never seen a mixed grill like it. It was massive. And Sats had finished it before ours had even come out. Oh, That's how quickly this bloke eats. Unbelievable. Right. And not an ounce of fat on him. I don't know how he does it. But anyway, Rockhampton Pretty Racing. To- Rockhampton might, might help. Rockhampton Racing today. He's also got that sort of metabolism, I think, too. Albion Park Harness Racing in Ipswich for the Greyhounds. Tomorrow, Doom and Aquas Park Gold Coast. Toowoomba, Townsville, Miles and Nanango. You've been to Nanango? No, and haven't been to Miles either. I've been to Nanango. I've called a game of footy at it in Nanango. It's out uh, near Kingaroy. Um, well, it's not far is- from me, really. Peanut capital of the world. King well, it's closer than some other places. Yeah, closer than Greenbank. <laughs> so Albion Park, harness racing tomorrow night, Ipswich and Townsville for the Greyhounds. Sunny Coast on Sunday. There's one for you. And the Greyhounds, Been Albion there. Park and Capalabar. Not yet, but uh, I will guarantee you, Mark, that I will get to Capalabar this year. What? I will go to Capalabar Dogs this year. And when I. Only if your sat nav oh, is faulty. I'll pick you up on the way. Okay. Well, I have to be outside of the footy season. Now, what have, what's caught your eye during the week? Well, we'll go back to last uh, Saturday at Doomben, and Jaden Lloyd, he caught my eye. He rode two terrific races on uh, Saturday. He got home on Rich Lister uh, in race number six. Now, Rich Lister, we'd worked out by this time of the day that the rails probably wasn't the place to be there at Doomben. We're on a soft six slash seven. He drew gate one. So we're thinking, well, is he going to get off the fence? If he's stuck on the fence, not the place to be. He manoeuvred his way off the fence on the home turn. Then he got stuck behind a wall of horses. He didn't panic. He waited for the gap to come. And when it came, he shot Rich Lister through, which was another winner for the O'Day Hoisted Stable. So that was a brilliant ride. Good patience, smart ride. Then he rode Dream Reacher in a later race, which was many of us' best bet of the day, including myself. Dream Reacher, 
somehow ended up second last. Uh-oh, everyone was thinking this has got no hope because it was probably 10 lengths off the lead halfway around. He got Dream Reacher through the field and managed to finish off and get over them late uh, in between runners. Another very good, cool, calm, collected ride where most of us would have been panicking. So that's my highlight of the week, Jaden Lloyd, and we'll have to speak to him again shortly. We have spoken to him in the past. The Tony Golan stable getting F Troop back to winning form. It's been years since F Troop's won a race. Horse that started out with Tony Golan, went to Adelaide, was a really good two-year-old, won a race over there. A risk at 1,200 metres, a horse that doesn't settle, used to run along in front and just pull its head off, and no soft track form. So there he is on Saturday, settling off the speed beautifully, no issues, getting to the outside and running on down the straight on a soft track and knocked mine out, of course, Roman Aureus. So... Uh, full credit to the Golden Stable to get F Troop back uh, in winning form. That's that's no mean feat. So only the two this week, but they uh, well, you can make it three because uh, Jaden Lloyd rode two winners. Alligator Blood, bit of yep. news around about Alligator Blood as well. Well, he trialled at Randwick on Monday. He ran second. Uh, he trialled up uh, quite well. He'll have another trial. Then he'll resume, have two runs before he heads to the Doncaster. That's mm. the uh, that's the aim with uh, with Alligator Blood. He's obviously now with Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. Uh, interesting to see, really interesting to see what they can do with him because he was in horrible form before he left here. I was going to ask you, where do you see Alligator Blood or can you not really tell until under pressure on the track exactly. in a major race? Yeah, well, I mean, he had a run, his last run here, I think he was backed again and he had a lovely run in behind the speed. He looked to be travelling beautifully, couldn't have anything any, any more made to order and they put the pressure on him in the straight and there was just nothing there, nothing at all. So... I mean, they can train the Waterhouse spot combination, that's for sure. So we'll see what they can do with him. Star Tontes, uh, Rob Heathcote yeah. in the uh, media today saying they've left a few O's, zeros off uh, the price, uh, starting price for Star Tontes tomorrow. Yeah, as, as good as she she is, and her first up run was good at the Sunshine Coast recently. She's got a hell of a task with that big, a big uh, wide gate. Sorry, tomorrow at uh, at Randwick in the Light Fingers is going to be hard. She's going to have to go back to last. And pass a lot of good horses to win that race. So uh, the barrier's probably beaten her there. But I wouldn't jump off her going forward. Mm. Interesting. Before we go to break today on the program, we're going to speak to Chris Anderson, um, who has got some uh, very good horses going around tomorrow at Doombin. Yeah, um, he's been uh, training up really well. I really want to ask him about Profit. Mm. Profit's a horse that nobody can catch. And at, and at one last start, uh, courtesy of a really good ride from Kyle Wilson-Taylor. So I want to talk to him about profit and a, and a couple of other things. He might be a little bit late, so we'll see how we go with And Chris. Sam Collett. Sam Collett. Really looking forward to speaking to Sam. Uh, she's only been uh, in Queensland full-time for probably – time flies. I was going to say two months. It's probably a bit longer than that. But she's yeah. been riding for Tony Golan. Uh, she's been getting rides from other stables, and she's really made the most of it. And, gee, she gets around on in that car. I don't know what sort of car she's got, but – She'd be burning up the petrol. Well, she was at Gatton yesterday. I oh, know she was. She's that. been to Kilcoy and all these Steph places. Steph didn't go to Gatton. She pulled. Well, she can't pull rank because she's the youngest. Boris went and rode for Glenn for Dad Glenn mm. at Gatton. I should see how it went actually. Whether it was worth what the horse trip was out. It? Uh, I'll have a look up here. Uh, get the results from uh, Gatton yesterday. But Sam rode. Uh, I saw a couple of races yesterday from Gatton, and Sam won both of them. Okay, so it was a worthwhile trip for her. Absolutely. Now, I'm a little bit intrigued. Yes. Before we go to the break, because you have your top three. And you did not include in that what I thought you would because did I forget something? Well, I'm I'm waiting to hear what happened mm-hmm. at the Sunshine Coast. You're the guest of honour at Sunshine Coast on Sunday. I wasn't John the guest Mil- of honour. Well, that's what you were telling everyone around I the did office. Not. You wouldn't say it on air, but you were making out that you've got this special invitation from John Miller because I actually heard you speaking to Paul Hoisted, who works here, who is the cousin of uh, Matt Hoisted, trying to get him along to the Sunshine Coast. Well, it was... Quote, 
John Miller will look after you. I'll get it sorted. Don't yeah. worry. I mean, you talk it up the lux <laughs> off air. And I'm yet a very you humble person you on air, oh, Mark, You, you know haven't that. mentioned about you being the guest well, of honour at Sunshine Coast last Sunday. No, so what happened? I was no guest of honour. I was just another person sitting in the Atrium restaurant. But I will say, oh, if you're looking for a day out at the races, book yourself a, uh, a meal in the Atrium restaurant. Three courses. And I can tell you, it was beautiful. And you're overlooking the track right up the very top there. So really good day out. And you it was in yourself. my. It was in my. I wouldn't put in my highlights because I don't want to. You know, I'm a humble sort of person. I wouldn't have brought it up, Mark. So. Well, when the microphone's on, you are. But outside, <laughs> you talked it up the lux. We better take a break here on the punters, mate. Other side of the break. Hopefully, we'll be able to chat with trainer Chris Anderson on this Friday morning. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Chris Anderson, shortly, where are the jump outs this morning that he's... Eagle Farm, they would be. Uh, I don't know that they're official... Oh, they're jump outs. They might just be for two-year-olds, something along those lines. But he's got something going on there. Something that's keeping him from us, Mark. So it must be very important if he's... uh, if it's keeping him from us. Or um, it's like a lot of people, they make up excuses when they know they're talking to you. Now, I'm still standing at Gatton. That was Boris's ride for Dad Glenn that um, Steph handballed. It finished second. Do you know she actually handballed it? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. She mentioned on Patton Heels that she'd never been to Gatton and was unlikely to be going to Gatton. Really? Even though Ever? she... Well, no, even though she was listed as riding okay. for dad, she said, I might get Boris to do it. And Boris did it. And I'm still standing finished second for Glenn. And Mr. Vista won that race. I think it was the seventh of 10 yesterday yeah, big at day, Gatton. Gatton. Yeah, yeah, seventh of 10 yesterday at Gatton. Well, Steph might have been at home planning for the wedding. She might well have been. Two big weddings this year, hers and Ben's and Ash and Gary's. So yeah, neither, neither wedding dates have been set yet. So we've got to get on to them about that too. As Heels has told Ben and Steph, because they're in the car together at the same time, you set a date for a wedding, not an engagement. So <laughs> so Heels is all over it, onto it now. All right? So he's all over that. Um, he was looking for an invite. Yeah, so I'm still standing finishing second. Mr. Vista finished, uh, won that race the seventh at Gatton. Racing today, as we mentioned, is at Rockhampton. Albion Park, the Harness, Ipswich, the Greyhounds. That is racing today. Let's do a little bit of follow, fold, or forgive. Mashani, Mashani Untamed. Mashani Untamed. Now, I was keen on this horse last Saturday at Doombin. He came off a, a win at the Sunshine Coast prior, where he rounded up his rivals from the back of the field. Now, the problem was last Saturday, he got so far back, you had your, uh, your 1040s out, Mark, you wouldn't have been able to see him. But he flashed home for third. That was a really, really good run. So Mashani Untamed could win one of these Saturday races this time of year. Follow. Okay, there's a follow. What about Bargannon? Bargannon. Bargannon. Bargannon, one of David Van Dyke's. Last two runs have been at 1,600 metres, and he's finished off well on each occasion. He is definitely looking for further now, Bargannon. Uh, he will probably race on, I'd say, too, being the off-season. Hopefully we'll see him around... Well, it won't be Eagle Farm 1800. I think an 1800 metres at uh, the Sunshine Coast would be lovely for him. And I think there is another Saturday meeting coming up there soon with some changes in venues. So Bargannon, beyond 1600 metres, follow. Hamlet von Schnitzel. Well, one of the more bizarre named horses. He's one of these horses that the uh, the bookmakers, that, that's why the bookmakers drive home in Mercedes Benz. Horses like this Hamlet von Schnitzel. 
He's uh, resumed at the Sunshine Coast last Sunday as a gelding. So everyone thought, oh, he's had the operation now. He'll live up to the promise. Sent him out about $2 favourite. Everyone's tipping him. He's the first horse beaten. Did absolutely nothing. So Hamlet von Schnitzel, if you're out there, don't fall into him again. He's he's okay, but uh, he's not very genuine. Oh, you'd be shattered too if you're an owner and make the big decision to geld and hopefully that uh, it'll yep. improve the performance and no. Nah. Come up with duck egg. Sometimes I think these names don't help these horses. I agree. Yeah. There's one called Burger going around at the moment, Is and there? there was one called Cheeseburger a while back. Oh, really? I mean, I don't remember any horses with names like that winning any major races. That's a very – I always think that myself. Mm. You, the name, you only get good names winning good races. Like April in Augusta. Well, there's the latest. What's happening there? April in Augusta's back in pre-training at a place called Washpool Lodge. So we're back on track, hopefully in the stable in a week or two. And then, what, another eight weeks until she hopefully runs with strong shins. Mm, good luck. Right, we'll take another break here on uh, The Punter's Mate. Other side of the break, we will chat with Chris Anderson. This is The Punter's Mate, Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit Racing Queensland. .com.au. Fresh from jump outs at Eagle Farm this morning, Chris Anderson joins us on the show. Morning, Chris. How are you? Yeah, morning, Mark. I'm well yourself. I'm well, mate. I'm well. Morning, Chris. Morning, Chris. How are you? Very well, thanks. And you? I'm good when I'm always talking to Queensland's best form student. Oh, I don't think so. And who's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to narrow it down from five and maybe put Chris in the top 30. I just, but, I just, no. just want to know. I think there's 30 of us that even do yeah. it up here. Uh, there's the rundown that Mark's produced for today, Chris. I noticed that he's uh, written down Chris Anderson, jockey. Have you changed um, trade since last I last week. spoke to you? Uh, yeah, no, I'd probably need to lose 60 kilos to get to that stage. <laughs> Don't we all? He's just being a narc because that was from last week. <laughs> Continue, both Chris's. <laughs> Now, Chris, I um, wish I was. I'd certainly be. I'd be driving a much nicer car. That's I was about to say you'd earn more. Yeah, I'll bear uh, no responsibility. Those blokes. Oh, okay. I'll pass that on. Uh, now, uh, tomorrow at uh, Doombin, you've got uh, some some very important runners. Now, no more important than my best bet of the day, who I've jumped back on the bandwagon of, and that's Profit. Yeah, I hope you're right. I hope my rap leading into the show was uh, was was going to be a correct assessment, although on Monday, but. Uh, yeah, look, I guess um, he, he was really dominant there uh, a fortnight ago. Obviously, he steps up in grade tomorrow, comes down in weight, so that'll certainly assist. Um, he's certainly continued to really please us over the past fortnight. His work's been great. Really happy with him. Um, I guess a little question mark on Doom, but he's never mm. won there. He loves those big open spacious tracks, Eagle Farm and the Sunshine Coast. are the only two tracks he's ever won on. I think he's had three goes on at Doom, but he's never been beaten far, but yeah, that, that's probably the question mark for me. Um, so hopefully he can put two back-to-back. Now, you've told us time and time again that he needs tempo in his races, and, and I couldn't agree with you more. But I must admit, last start, that was a very um, low-tempo race on paper, and they were dawdling in front. Kyle Wilson-Taylor showed out, outstanding initiative. I gave it my top highlight of the week from the previous week at last week's show to actually make his move and, and, and get them all off the bit and chasing. He hit the front early in the straight, and they couldn't run him down. I am hoping to see a similar type set up tomorrow. Is that the plan? Well, once again, I'll, I'm just going to leave it to Kyle uh, to execute based on tempo. And if they walk, he's going to have to do another 
you know, get on his bike and go. Mm. If if they don't, if there's genuine speed, then obviously he can, he can, you know, have him that little bit more conservative. So speed and tempo often dictate who wins and who doesn't. He tried to obviously take that out of the equation last start. He did that. Uh, I guess, Chris, the, the benefit for having jockeys like Kyle come and riding work you know, on a Tuesday, a Thursday and a Saturday, I'm talking fast work, it, it really gives them a little bit more confidence to know the horse have got underneath them. And, and he certainly went there a fortnight ago, knowing very well uh, that horse and and what he had underneath him and, and the belief he had in the horse to, to, to I, I guess, allow him to make such a, such a bold move. And, um, yeah, you know, when it all comes off, you know, he's a hero. If it doesn't, you know, he's probably, as I said, he's a villain. So, yep. Hopefully he can replicate again tomorrow. What were your thoughts when you saw him making that move? Was it was it a bit of a plan, or did you have really not much idea that might happen? I, I just said to Kyle, try and take um, tempo out of the equation. You know, it's simple, Chris. If they walk, you've got to be close. If if, if they go quick, you can afford to be midfield to back. And yeah. I, I didn't tell him what to do. He, he's got uh, an unbelievably bright future, uh, Kyle. He uh, If he keeps doing what he's doing, you know, he... He's, he's without a doubt got the ability to go to Sydney or Melbourne. Um, I'd be happy, and I am happy, you know, to put him on horses. I've got him on one on Sunday, uh, being a, a you know a non-claimer at those provincials. Obviously, he's outridden his provincial claims. So I've got a, an enormous amount of faith in him. Obviously, he's still learning his trade, but uh, he's um, he's he's a real talent. One Shy Ruby, you've got Steph Thornton on board again. Now, I was keen on One Shy Ruby at the Sunshine Coast, but just didn't get any cover in the run, and that certainly didn't help. Uh, in really good form prior, has she uh, gone on okay since that run? Super. Uh, sat three deb, as you say. Um, she's looking for further. Ideally, Chris, we wouldn't have gone to a 1,000 metres third up, but we drew the car park the week before, and it was really the only option for her. So... She's looking for 1,200. There's a nice race for her in two weeks after Saturday. But once again, just don't want to see her a month between runs. I probably could troll her Tuesday, but when I get any prize money for owners trolling horses, and mm. you know, from a sticky gate, Nate, we'll probably know our fate at first sort of furlong. If she can slot across and not be 3 deep, I, I think she's a, she's a definite each-way chance for sure. If she ends up 3 deep, but she's got some cover, not so bad? Right. No so I had this... I, I had this conversation, Chris, with uh, uh, a good mate of mine this morning. Horses 3D with cover. I don't buy into it. Yep. And um, I just think they work so much harder out there, e- even if they have cover. And I know that, with all due respect, that you know people. And this is just my assessment and my yep. my opinion. Think that 3D from cover is okay. You've only got to look at, a, at a, an Olympic 200 meter running race to see how much of an advantage lane one gets over lane two, let alone lane three. So. You know, they are working a lot harder over those sort of distances. And, yeah, I, if, if you have to be three deep with cover, so be it. And hopefully, you know, your horse is good enough to overcome that. I'm not saying they can't win from there, but obviously the best horse generally does if they're winning from out there. But ideally, uh, with horses that, you know, have limited ability to an extent, um, can't afford to be in that spot. Fair enough. Better than Epic goes around in race number seven. I thought it was a good win at the Sunshine Coast a couple of Friday nights ago. Just really knuckled down late and beat uh, Peter the Piper, who goes around on Sunday at the Sunshine Coast. Really nice horse, progressive horse, still very mature mentally, physically. He's taken really good improvement last prep to this prep. I think he's still another preparation away. I think he's a genuine Saturday horse in the making. Um, That breed has always taken time. 
but they've always turned out to be really nice horses and they continue to go on with it with a little bit of time. And um, he might find them a little bit too good tomorrow, especially from that gate. I'm not sure where we land, but he's a horse that I, I think, as I say, can get to Saturday grade consistently and um, uh, hoping he can go there and be one for probably first fours tomorrow. All right, Ian, we've got uh, the Mayor Boomtown Lass going around in the ninth race. Uh, how do you rate her form at the moment? Chris, a lot better than what it reads on paper. Yep. And I'm not one to sort of come up and, you know, always trying to be find, finding excuses. If not going well, I'll obviously, you know, say that they're not going well. But I think she's had a couple of excuses or forgives based on probably more so tracks. Um, she's never been effective on soft or heavy. She'll get a good track tomorrow. And she's probably, you know, certainly early on in her prep, she found really, really good opposition and she was just beaten uh, fair and square by horses with a little bit more quality about them. But I think back to a set weight class six tomorrow, she gets in well. The barrier is a little bit awkward. She makes her own luck. She'll press forward. She'll be handy. This will give us a, a real guide as to where she's at. Um, there's no secret she's going to the breeding barn this year. Mm-hmm. But I'd certainly like to get another Metropolitan win out of it before we do. Chris, thanks very much for your time, mate. Uh, particularly on a busy day and good luck over the weekend. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck good, to the listeners. Good on you, mate. Chris Anderson there uh, with uh, his thoughts on his runners over the weekend. And you're still keen on profit? And... I am. I am. Uh, look, I, I take on board what Chris said about not winning at Doombin. And I think Kyle Wilson-Taylor has to be um, positive again. He needs to be within striking distance on the home turn. You know, me out the back of doom and making a run as they come into the home turn. There's just not enough time to get past them. Mm. We'll find out tomorrow. We will. We better take a break for news here on the punters, mate. Queensland is racing. The action continues right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. And it's all thanks to Queensland Racing. The action continues right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. An interesting uh, point that Chris made there with regards to the difference of opinion. You were talking about three wide with cover. And mm. uh, obviously the, the person he was having that discussion with this morning is in your camp uh, that it can't, it's not necessarily that bad, whereas Chris believes that he'd rather it not be three wide with cover. I don't, I don't like it. But if you're going to be caught three wide, you, you want some cover. Three wide at facing the breeze. Oh, absolutely. I mean, anywhere. Yeah, uh, As opposed to being yeah. in front and, as a front loader. And it all depends, too, on the track you're racing yeah. on. I mean, the Sunshine Coast 1,000-metre start is a shoot straight to the home turn. So if you're three wide, you've still got a straight run to the home turn. You're only making that one turn. So if you've got a bit of cover, you can just peel out into the straight. Not so bad. Um, if you've got a tight-turning track like a Kilcoy or a Gatton and you're three wide, even if you do have cover – you're turning sharply, so it's not ideal. So the track can certainly come into uh, calculations there. Well, that's what Chris was saying too about Doombin for tomorrow. For well, that's what he's saying about profit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He is a big track horse, but I still of the opinion if if he can make his move before the turn, and we see this quite often at Doombin, some of the jockeys sort of wait and then they go too late because it's Doombin, whereas at Eagle Farm, they're probably riding it perfectly. So the, it's hard to get it right between the two tracks. I remember Blake Shin uh, coming here years ago uh, from Sydney when he was riding in Sydney. And I think he rode four or five winners at Doombin, and every one of them he had in the right spot on the home turn. He was ready to strike. He wasn't out the back making his run. He was looming up on the home turn. Um, and that's what you've got to do at Doombin. Now, interesting, during the week too, Chris, with regards to Eagle Farm, it looks like there may be 
some sort of movement, some sort of, um, I wouldn't say end inside as to sort of the angst with regards to Eagle Farm, but um, stakeholders, for want of a better term, have been invited to come and have a look at the track. Yeah, I think and that's... Discuss it. Is that this week? I, think yeah, I think so. Yeah, and um, look, I think the renovations and the and new grass has been um, has been grown or laid. I'm not 100% sure what, but um, there's a meeting coming up. Is it March? I think it is. The Girls' Day Out meeting is the next meeting. So we'll see what happens when the stakeholders get together first and, and go from there. This is The Punters Made on a Friday morning. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson. Our next guest, I wonder whether this time last year, Sam Collett thought she'd be riding in races at Gatton, <laughs> Ipswich, Bow Desert, Sunny Coast, Brisbane and the Gold Coast. And hasn't she settled in really well? I know you spoke to her. You and Sammy spoke to her uh, when I was away, but it's great to have her back on the program. Um, and she joins us now. Good morning, Sam. How are you? Morning, guys. Yeah, I'm really well, thanks. How have you settled in? It's been, what, now four months would it be or longer than that? Yeah, I got here. I did this for two weeks in isolation. I got out of there at oh, the end of October, sort of in November, December. Yeah, yeah. so three, four months. Things are going along really well. And um, like I said, I can't complain. I'm getting a really good bit of support and seeing a bit of the countryside too, which is good. <laughs> how how t- different has it been? Oh, it hasn't been too different, to be honest. Um, it's just a matter of re-establishing myself more than anything. But essentially, it's, for me, it feels like the same sort of, you know, the same, same, really, just going around in circles. <laughs> Sam, when um, when we spoke to you uh, a while back, you did say, oh, we spoke to you actually when you were in uh, quarantine, and you did say you were quite willing to travel around and, and chase rides, and it didn't, in New Zealand, you're exactly the same. You'd get in the car and drive anywhere for a ride. Now, it looks like you're doing that here. You've been all around the place. Mark just mentioned uh, Gatton yesterday. You've been to Kilcoy. You've been to Warwick. You've been to all these different places. How are you finding the travel? Is it easier than New Zealand? Oh, I suppose it is. But I um, like I do actually enjoy the driving side of things. I'm obviously not doing as much here, and then most of it's motorway. But I do enjoy a little bit of the scenic route, so to speak. But yep. um, like I said, I've been going and travelling to those places for the you know like um, I went to Kilcoy and obviously um to get in yesterday for uh, Lee Friedman who's been you know he's been a really good supporter of mine I go and ride work for him once a week and then obviously went to um, Warwick the other day for Steve O'Day and then picked up some supporting rides around them so like I'm not sort of um, my intent is not to head there all the time but it's obviously for the right horses um, you know I want to go out there and, and you know be pretty confident I can ride a, at least a winner or two so it's been really good so far. Part of any change too Sam is acclimatising to the conditions and the lifestyle, etc. What's the what's the hardest thing you've you've found moving to southeast Queensland? Do I dare say the heat and humidity is something that's taken a bit of time to get used to? No, nah, not at all. Everyone's oh. asked me how I've dealt with the heat, but I haven't struggled with it at all. I mean, well done, hot, obviously. But <laughs> I don't know. Like I think if you if you were unfit, it'd probably affect you. But I consider myself pretty fit, so it's uncomfortable, but it's not like it's not something I I have struggled with. If anything. What I struggle with the most is probably just, you know, like my days off, not being out in the farm, obviously living um, in the city as opposed to living rural like I did at home. Um, I think more mentally I struggle with that than anything, uh, just having that little bit of my own time and my own space, I guess. Four months in, Sam, do you think this will be a permanent move? Like I said, I'll, my intentions at this stage are probably to finish my riding career here. Um, my, New Zealand will always be home for me. Obviously, I've got my farm there, which I'm here trying to pay off. But 
um, in terms of riding in my career, it is, yeah, it's pretty permanent. Well, you can't get back at the moment either. That must be – I mean, I my brother-in-law and sister live in New Zealand. They've been stuck over here. They came over for the Magic Million sta- uh, sales. Henry Plumtree is my brother-in-law who runs Cambridge Stud. They can't oh, get yep. – yeah, they can't get back over to New Zealand at the moment. Oh, how frustrating. Yeah, yeah. it has been frustrating. I'm looking forward to being able to see you – know, have my, I know my dad is super keen to come over and, and see me. He sits there and watches, he watches all my rides anyway, but he's been um, – obviously really avid follower of mine since I've been here and he's itching to come over and um, you know I'd like to sort of get home just for a few days and check on mm. things at home and catch up with family and friends but other than that it's just uh, work as general and yeah. try and make the most of it. Yeah it's not that far and look Henry was a big rap when he he said to me um, over you know November or whatever I think it was oh Sam Collett's coming over keep an eye on her she's a good one and um I said well she's already making your mark so uh, they're all still watching you in New Zealand as you mentioned as well. Yeah, I'm very grateful for the massive support I've got at home and, and things like that. I know everyone's, um, you know, they're all behind me and following me and words of encouragement and stuff like that. So it is good, especially when times are a little bit hard, obviously, when I, I do miss, um, you know, the lifestyle as such. But other than that, I've made some really great friends here and some really um, good connections with um, people. So it's like a second home to me now, Brisbane. Sounds to me, Sam, like you'll be looking at a property out of town in the not too distant future. Is that right? <laughs> oh, I've got to pay off the mortgage I've got first, but um... <laughs> well, you're going the right way about that with all these winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll see. Um, I haven't made any plans on finding somewhere like establishing myself at the moment. I'm living um, with Tiff Brooker. I was living with Jake Bayless, obviously, before he departed to Singapore, and um, so at the moment, I'm happy just uh, renting and and cruising like that and just trying to sort of save some money to send some money back home. But obviously as time goes on and I've hopefully been here a bit longer, um, you know, I might find myself obviously wanting a little bit more space maybe out of the city, but I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. As I said earlier, you've been to many tracks, Ipswich, Sunny Coast, Eagle Farm, Gatton, Kilcoy, Doobin, Warwick, Toowoomba, and you've been over the border to Mwilumbar as well, throw in Gold Coast. Have you got a favourite as yet? Oh, no, I seem to have a lot of success at Ipswich, but I'm not yeah. sure it's my, my favourite track to ride on. But <laughs> um, I don't know if I've got a favourite. I quite like riding at the sunny coast. It's a nice big roomy, big roomy track. Seems to give every horse its opportunity. Now, you've got some rides, uh, obviously, at Doombin tomorrow. You've got a very good book there, Self-Indulgent. Tony Gollan puts out a uh, social media uh, program each week, and he was quite keen on Self-Indulgent. He wasn't keen on the barrier, but he still made it his best of the day. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're going to do from there, but uh, how's your confidence <laughs> levels? I'm always confident. Confident. Good. I'm the eternal optimist. So her, um, her work's been super this week. Uh, she's really come through that run really well. Obviously, we would have liked a softer barrier draw, which would make life a bit easier. However, I had a little bit of a chat to Tony at Ipswich the other day um, after the draw came out, and we sort of bounced a few ideas around. And I'm not too sure we'll make any set plan as such. Um, she's obviously got good tactical speed, but uh, I don't want to make a plan to go forward if she doesn't hit the ground running, and I don't think I'm going to get across easy, you know. So I'll sit there and do a you know, hash out a good bit of form tonight and really see what sort of speed's in it. But um, I, my intentions are probably to ride it with a wee bit of an open mind. I don't think she's a horse that necessarily has to be on speed. When she works, um, she, you know, she can settle off another runner and get to them pretty quickly too. So we'll just have to see. And obviously, we'll, I'll know more as the day's um, going on and what the track's doing and, and so on. That'll probably come into account as well. 
Now, you're getting great support from the Tony Gollan stable, but it's a two-way street. You get the support and you ride the winners, and you certainly are doing that. You got Needorp home for uh, for him the other day, and that hasn't happened for quite some time. That was a very good ride, Needorp. Were you confident in the run there at the Sunshine Coast? Yeah, it was only a small field. Obviously, I sort of Tony had kind of left it in, in my hands as to how we were going to ride her, and um, it's not often the plan comes to fruition exactly as you thought that the race actually unfolded pretty much exactly how I thought it may um, in that instance and you know the cherry on top was the fact that we're able to get her up as well so mm. she's a really neat little mare, um, fantastic for all her owners and connections because she deserves you know to get one she's been super consistent and um, just probably hadn't had everything go her way this preparation um, in terms of you know tracks and buried draws and so on but um, yeah it worked out really well and obviously any one of any winner anywhere is good, but to get a winner on a Saturday for Tony and his team was, was especially good. Yeah. Sam, thank you very much for your time this morning. Much appreciated. Um, on my, welcome to Brisbane. I've been speaking to you before, but uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us again on the Punders, mate, and uh, continued success. Good luck. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Sam, Sam. Collett, too, is uh, making the most of her time in southeast Queensland and she seen, is. and I think you should be ashamed because she's seen more of southeast Queensland <laughs> than you have. In four months, <laughs> she has seen more of it than you have. Yeah, that's a fair point, but she's got reason to be going What do you mean it's a fair to, point? It's if, a correct point. If I was riding at these tracks, I would have got around to them as well. But um, if she wasn't, she might not have. So. Well, you're supposed to be, according to Chris Anderson, one of the leading form yes, analysts well, in Anderson. Queensland. Well, yeah, well, um, and you've been what, Sunshine Coast? Yes. I've been to Ipswich. I've been to the Sunshine Coast, Eagle Farm. Doombin, Doombin Gold Coast. Gold Coast. I've been to Toowoomba, but not for a race meeting. Right. Well, that doesn't count. I've also been to the Sunshine Coast Poly Track. Does that count as an extra one? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does because you've actually walked it. I have. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. walked it. I was so. going to bring a sample in for um, for heels, actually. For heels, you were. Day. Yeah, you might have to do that. <laughs> we're better take a break here on the Punders, mate. Other side of the break, we've got the weekend forecast, and that's magic is back. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. It is Friday morning. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au where you'll find that today we're racing at Rockhampton for the Thoroughbreds, Harness Racing Albion Park and Greyhounds at Ipswich. And I know we've mentioned it before, Chris, but, you, I mean, the fact that now... You can just go to that website, Queensland, yep. Queensland, um, dot, au. All the 10 races from Gatton are on there. Redcliffe, the trots from yesterday. Videos. Videos. Yep. Bang. Yep. You can One stop it. shop. Absolutely. And even the trials. Yeah, the trials are there. Are the there. stewards reports are there. Yeah. Everything's there. The calendar's yeah. there. The whole lot. It's amazing how things have developed very rapidly. You wouldn't have had that, what, six months ago, I don't think. It's only been no, recently all that time. All the videos came in a while back, but now we've got the stewards footage too. So you can okay. watch the races from all different angles. Uh, you might, for instance, have a horse in the straight you thought was blocked, but it's a bit hard to tell when you're looking from the normal angle. And you can watch the, the head-on shot down the straight to see how much it was actually blocked. So you do that pretty much for every race, wouldn't you? Yep. Being the form expert, which what That's you right. are, what you Probably tell many, everyone many you times. are. many, many times, yeah. yeah. Uh, just ask Chris Anderson. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. You know what it's time for? Something yeah, but... we haven't had time, we haven't heard for some time. Oh, 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 it's magic. It'd want, it'd want to be. It's good to hear pilot again. It'd want to be for the first of the year. Is it the first of the year? Yes.
No, no, you played the one the other day with the jockey that fell off 41 times in oh, 39 yeah. rides. Les, Les, Les boots. boots. Yep. Okay, now this one, I know you like your American. It'll be hard to beat. Yeah, I don't know if this one beats it, but it's up there. Uh, I know you like your American racing. This race, or this particular horse, ran around Laurel Park in Maryland in on the first of the first two thousand and nineteen. Twenty years day. Sorry, twenty nineteen. I don't know if I should say the name of the horse or not. I'll just leave it to the call. Okay, we'll just leave it to the call. The leader just narrowly. She's like the wind on the outside. Dum da dum da dum. Dum da dum da dum. Continues to close on the outside. It's dum da dum da dum. Close to the line and Trevor McCarthy. Dum da dum da dum. Yeah, he's made the most of that, didn't he? Only in America would you have a course called dum da dum dum. I've written it down here. Dum da dum dum dum. Dum da dum dum dum. How many letters is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, about 14 off the top of my head. Because there's a limit with the number of letters you can have. I have not, not in America, there doesn't seem to be. Well, here there is. Yeah, there would be here. I, I yeah. don't know what it is, but in America they seem to have these it's got to fit long... On, it's got to fit in a certain spot. That's why some of those names are run together, so there's no spacing. Yeah, well, that, that seemed to be a craze that took off in America. They joined all these words together and, yeah, made no sense. But anyway. dum da dum 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 So and, there you go. That's a good start for the, well... Second good it's not a bad. It's not a bad one. Yeah, it's not a bad one. So I'll. I'll yep. That's that goes in, That goes in the keep file. Okay. So there you go. That's what we might we'll do after, after that's magic, so that we can count them down at the end of the year. Yep. We'll put them in the hold file. You get your follow fold or forgive for the horses. We'll have a hold or punt file yep. for our that's magic, and that'll go in the hold file. That doesn't mean it'll be in the countdown. No. But it'll go in the hold file. That's a good one though. It made me chuckle. You did get a tee he out of it. <laughs> Not quite as much as the uh, the schnitzel ordering in the uh, in the country <laughs> box. <laughs> no, there's a few good ones from last year anyway. So that'll go in the whole file. Now, more importantly than that, as we wind down to the end of the program, it is time for your weekend forecast. Still got plenty of time. Don't panic. Where do we start? Well, we started doing, but as I said, I'm very happy to be back on a, a dry track, Mark, because I'm not a lover of wet tracks. And tomorrow will be dry. Now, we'll start off with the two better bets. Race six, number 13, Melisma for Ben Thompson and Tony Gollan. Now, only one run for the stable, and that was a win at the Sunshine Coast. Just trailed the speed there and got the gap in the straight along the fence. The leader left the fence. Love the way she shot through. She quickly put the race beyond doubt. And she was holding off a horse called Quackery, who's a promising type from the Steve Tregay stable. He didn't really make a lot of ground on her. That was a good effort. I think she'll take good improvement. She'll need to because tomorrow's race is stronger, but she's drawn the good gate again. So I can see a similar type scenario panning out uh, with Melisma. So race six, number 13, like her chances. Race eight, number one, Profit. Now, uh, I think I've said enough on the show about Profit's chances. I want him to be in the right place at the right time in the straight. Kyle Wilson-Taylor's the sort of guy that'll have him in that spot. And look, I don't see a lot of opposition. Uh, he's a horse that we know he's got good ability when he's uh, when he's on his game. Sea Raider, Sir Barnabas looking for further. Happy Go Plucky doesn't win out of, out of um, sequence. Red Chase not really going that well. So there's a lot of horses in that race that, that aren't actually in the peak of their form, probably away from Sea Raider. So I think Profit can win again and around $4.00 is a pretty good price. So six, number 13, Melisma, and eight, number one, Profit. My two best. Looking at other races, race five, number six, the Lioness. I thought it was a good run last time out uh, at the Sunshine Coast. 1,400 metres. Back to 
1350 tomorrow and down a couple of kilos in weight. Was a good winner at Sunshine Coast, two backward 55, goes to 55 and a half tomorrow. Ryan Maloney just needs to be positive. Get her out of the gates and find a spot in the first four or five. And if he does, I think she'll go close. So you can back her each way, race five, number six, the Lioness. And one more, race nine, number seven, Kingston's here. This is a good class six to round out the day. Kingston here is going really well of late. I can only see one danger, and that's Tremonto, number 14. Might be worth putting them in a uh, box exactor or a Cornella. So seven and 14 in the final race. Now, before we go, we've got a couple of minutes. Uh, group one racing down south. Yeah, there's anything? some really good racing. The uh, the Ore Stakes is being run at uh, Caulfield. Uh, we see I'm Thunderstruck uh, resuming from a break, of course, won the Golden Eagle, the rich race uh, when we last saw him. I think he can win first up, so I'm in his corner definitely. I'm Thunderstruck. Very good meeting in Sydney at Ramwick. We've got the light fingers. Now, we spoke about Star Tontes. Really tough ask uh, from the gate. Uh, we get to see the Melbourne Cup winner go around in the Apollo Stakes. And, of course, that is very elegant. Race 8, number 9. Now, she's around four fifty five dollars You're crazy if you don't back her each way. She's about $2 the place. So I can't see her missing a place, and you'll get your money back, and you might be able to uh, get a win on her. So, yeah, I'm, I think she'll run really well too. So the racing really hotting up. Running two weeks away from the Blue Diamond in, uh, in Melbourne. And uh, once that sort of finishes come the Australian Cup and the new market, We'll then head to Sydney for some really strong racing. And the rain uh, that always seems to come oh, around. The rain will come in Sydney, no doubt about that. Around uh, Golden Slipper time. Golden Slipper, uh, yep. Short break for very elegant when you consider yeah. November and yep. back racing um, in mid-February. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so she's got to have a little bit of uh, residual fitness, as they say. Uh, J-Max riding her, of course, and uh, look, she's she's just a champion. What, 10 Group 1 wins and dominated that Melbourne Cup. Mm. So looking forward to seeing her back. And as I said, the racing really picking up now. Well, that's all we have time for for this week's edition of The Punters, mate. Have a good weekend and a good week. You too. And we'll see you again next Friday morning. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. We'll catch you next Friday.